So I heard somewhere, excuse me. Wow, so I heard somewheres <laughs> that actually smoking cigars isn't smoking them because you just keep it in your mouth and then you blow it out. You don't actually inhale it. Where did you read this? No, it's just, I, I guess that's how you smoke them. Big smoke. air quotes on well, smoking, I guess. I don't know. They're just like smoking Smarties. What? Like, <laughs> what? You never did that as a kid? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, okay. I mean, I can't say I didn't, but <laughs> the verb to smoke smarty, I feel like that that doesn't translate to other languages. You know, it doesn't. That's a very American thing. I don't know. That, those kids on the back of the bus, they'd be like in the very back seat, crush up their smarties, open it up, and they're just like... And, and they, they just put all the sugar dust everywhere. Yeah, it's got to be terrible. And I was like, balls. oh, that's so cool. <laughs> never did it. I tried it once. Yeah. <laughs> never again. I mean, there was like snorting Smarties. Yeah. Kids would like Pixie smash sticks. up Smarties. Pixie Sticks Pixie was stick. like the biggest book in the library they could find. And then they'd, they'd snort it off the back cover. I... <laughs> yeah, those kids are in jail. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, those kids are savages. They're bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I've always wanted to try smoking a cigar, but I, f I realize it's not like I'm, I'm not going to do it because it's got to be terrible for you. But like, is it actually smoking? I'm going to say yes. Because mm. there, there's got to be people that inhale it. Like, why but would you just hold like, it in your mouth isn't unless like you're going to get a high thing? off of it? But like tobaccos. Is it tobacco? That yeah. You smoke? Okay. Yeah, I guess. then. I don't know. I heard it's pretty earthy. I, I don't know. I, honestly, I, don't know. I have no idea. I, this just shows my life experience is zero when it comes we to smoking. We don't smoke. <laughs> we don't drink. <laughs> a couple of Mormon kids talking about cigars. Neato. All right. Well, you're on speaking terms. This is Sam. And this is James. And today we're going to discuss a little bit about education and why it's important. I guess this has been on our minds because, you know, primarily, not primarily, we just started school up again. Mm -hmm. Currently, we're on week three. Yeah, week three, and I already hate it. I know. It's usually week five where I decide to have my existential crisis <laughs> and decide, like, school isn't for me anymore. Then I decide to make it to week seven, and after that, it's fine. Yeah, and then yeah. there's just seven more to Ooh. go after that. Yeah, but the seven after that are brutal. Yeah, yeah they suck. I hate it. You get to midterms, and you're just like, <laughs> hmm, yeah, I don't like this anymore. This is the second class I've had throughout my entire college career where I've had a midterm. Mm. And I'm not excited for that. I'm taking a pathophysiology class. I have no idea what that means, um, but I continue. It's physiology in a disease state Ew. with the body. Yeah. Super cool. We're learning about hemophilia and other blood disorders. Well, okay. Yeah. Do you learn about the common cold in this class? I'm just curious. No, that's my diseases class that I'm taking. So there's, wait, you said pathophysiology the and then diseases. Yeah. The diseases class is communicable and non-communicable diseases. Super fun. Wait, what's a non-communicable disease? Um, I thought all diseases spread. Spina bifida. Oh, I And see. like congenital diseases like that you're born with. Congenital. Yeah. Okay, neat. Yeah. What about you, Sam? What classes am I yeah, taking? what classes are you taking? Nothing of any importance. <laughs> As he's what? learning Russian? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I don't know. It's week three, and I'm just, I'm just over here like, holy nuts, this is miserable. And it's only week three, and I'm like, only 11 <laughs> more to <I> go. <laughs> I'm not even like a third of the way done. 
But no, I'm taking, it's a macroeconomics class. Why? Wait, is that part of your degree? It is. Okay, so okay never mind. I was just like, to kind of help y'all understand, I'm, I'm taking this class because my, my intended major is international studies with an emphasis in like business or politics. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure it out. But macroeconomics is like a study of like how big economic structures function together. So like country economies. I don't know. I'm I'm in week three. I, I know. I know. <laughs> you just show up and take yeah, your class. That's the one. <laughs> which which I find I feel like this will feed into the discussion really well. <clears throat> is because the coursework in this class very straightforward, mm-hmm. very easy, super easy to understand enjoyable for me to understand and that's kind of hard nowadays because i don't really find many things enjoyable but it's i don't know it's straightforward i like it there's input there's an output however this class sucks because the teacher super stresses like group work and we're working together and that's just miserable for me so like as far as coursework goes my grades are phenomenal group work i'm just like i i hate i don't want to is it expected to work outside of class with these people Mm. so it's an online Mm. class And the teacher's been like, this isn't an ind- independent study course. This is a this is a, a class you're taking. I'm like, oh my gosh, woman, just let me do the work and like get the grade. Cause they always say that, and I end up studying by myself anyways. Yep. Because they're ridiculous. Yep. <laughs> Anyhow, but I feel like there's, I don't know, everyone learns differently. Yeah. And there's different like models of learning. And the the school that we're at their learning model, their structure, which we learn is like big emphasis on learning with the group, which I get it's important to like learn how to interact with other people. But when it comes to macroeconomics, like I don't want to interact with these people. No. Well, I feel like it's so fake. Group work in a contained setting is fake because it's not dynamic. Mm -hmm. You're not really problem solving. You're more just theoretically talking through things Mm. and just putting a presentation together. I mean, these kids are here to get a grade and to move on. This I is mean, very, aren't we all? It's, it's <laughs> a very basic level course is the point I'm yeah. trying to get across. So I feel like working within a group isn't as important. Sure, it meets the standards of like the model set, but I just feel it's ridiculous. I know. And if you've ever actually worked in a group, mm-hmm. there's usually one leader delegating everything out and then you come together and put it together at the very end. You don't work on several pieces yeah, at no. the same time. Yeah, it's a yeah. pretty poor, I don't know. I feel like if you were if you had a job and you're working as a group, there's different roles that are very yeah. clearly defined, and you know what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And this, or at least in the classes that I've had group work, is kind of just like, oh, figure it out. Just within your group, you know, just determine who's going to do what. I'm like, wow, this I sucks. Know. <laughs> then that's there's always that one person that just has a lower quality of work mm-hmm. and just brings everyone else down. Yep, or they yeah. don't do anything at all. Yep. And so everyone ends up picking up the slack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I was taking group work. Yeah, I was taking a separate <laughs> international studies related course, and there's four of us in a group, and we're supposed to like determine how um, these four different kinds of like there was there's policy, economics, um, humanitarian, and GIS, and how these four different um, tools, I guess you could mm-hmm. say, how they fit together to like solve a problem, like a worldwide issue. So we decided to. Um, uh, I guess, like, take on the issue of uh, what was, like, the, the humanitarian crisis mm-hmm. in Afghanistan. After the U.S. Pulls out, out of, pulled out of Afghanistan, it left a big vacuum, a big power vacuum. Taliban filled that. However, the Taliban stopped accepting humanitarian aid. 
And this is going to leave like a million, maybe more Afghanistanis, Afghanis, I guess you would mm-hmm. say, without food, without medical help, without anything. So our, our idea was to kind of solve this issue as a group using those four previously mentioned things. And so I was on GIS, and so I created this whole like presentation about how GIS could help you know, distribute food and help, yeah. food and aid. Yeah. And this one kid didn't do nothing. And it was like, we got a 75 on it just because this one kid didn't show up and do any of the work. The other three portions of it, the other three-fourths of the group did everything perfectly, got full marks, and there's just the one kid that did nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, are you serious? My grade went from an A to a C because of you. And that's why group yeah. work sucks. And this is why I like choosing my group, because then I can kind of sift out the people that I don't want to be a part of the group yeah. and get the good people. Mm-hmm. I don't know. My big thing with university is I feel like I don't get concrete skills. Yeah. Like I'm going into a field where I get a lot of skills mm-hmm. that I have to do a lot of stuff. Yeah. I'm a pre-nursing major mm-hmm. and I'm going to be able to do a lot of stuff. Yeah. But everything up to this point has been theoretical book work. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it stressed me out yeah. a lot because if you don't do well in the book work, you can't be accepted into the program, True. which all this stuff, some of the stuff is important, but a lot of it, it's just unimportant. Yeah, it's hard yeah. skills versus soft skills, right? Yeah. Like stuff you learn from books versus stuff that like you actually have to apply and like mm-hmm. practically use. Yeah. That's why I went and got my EMT. Yeah. And then I started working at Griffles mm-hmm. and then just kind of worked my way up to different departments. Mm-hmm. And it's been exciting. And I feel like I'm actually doing stuff and learning stuff that's actually applicable to what yeah. I'm going to be going into. So what's better, hard skills or soft skills? Um, <laughs> my answer is depends. It depends on what you're going into. True. Um, I think there's a competency level with both of them that you need to have. Yeah. Because ultimately you're going to be working with people and that's a soft skills thing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but to be good at your job, you're going to need hard skills. True. And my dad phrased it really well. He works at a mine in Arizona. Okay. And he's just a machine operator. He just drives dump trucks around. Okay. Pretty exciting stuff. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. But he said, it doesn't matter how good you are at your job. If people like you mm-hmm. and you fall off the edge of a cliff, they're going to come looking for you because they're worried about you. <laughs> but you could be the best driver in the mine. Mm-hmm. And if you're a cantankerous son of a gun, no one's going to care that you drove off a cliff. They're like, <laughs> good riddance to him. <laughs> and so it's kind of this balance that you have to have between hard and soft skills. True, true, true. I, so what's that book? Um, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Dale, Dale Carnegie said, he's like... Yeah, you quoted to me that one time and I was like, <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> no, but he says, he mentions in his book, in like the introduction, he was like, say there's two engineers, one engineer, flawless at his work. Terrible people skills. <laughs> and then the second engineer, you know, does a all right job. Amazing people skills. Who are they going to hire? Well, the people skills. Obviously, the people down. skills yeah. person. Like, they can talk their way out of any situation. They know how to schmooze. They know how to butter, butter people up. Mm-hmm. It's just all the time. The, the people skills win. The soft skills yeah. are important. They're important. Know. But you get at the hard skills, too. Exactly. So recently, I started a new job um, where I have, I don't know, about zero knowledge on it's what it, I don't know. It's like drafting and inspecting of installation of fiber optic internet. If you understand any of that. However, so I mean, I, I walk <laughs> into this, I get the job and I show up on the work site to do it, inspecting work. And I have zero knowledge, which equates to zero skills essentially. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm 
I don't know. Uh, I had to rely pretty heavily on my people skills, which, if you know me, aren't super great. But uh, it depends. they it depends improved. If you like the person or not. <laughs> they improved. And, like, through this process of, like, you know, practicing how to win friends and influence people, I was able to learn a lot, especially from a... Um, there was a, a machine operator that I, I learned a lot from. He did. Mm-hmm. He was the assistant chief inspector on a huge installation job on the East Coast. And he showed me, like, specific apps to use, the track location. They show timestamps, dates, location of, like, pictures you're taking. He's like, this does the work for you. All you have to do is make notes that you can do in the app as you take the photo. And that was, like, my whole job. That's all I had to do. And as we know, Sam takes beautiful photos. No. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> so all I'm saying is like people skills transferred into hard skills. As I was able to, you know, talk with these people that have years and years and years and years experience in this field mm-hmm. that I'm just cracking into, I'm able to, you know, glean lots of info off these people. Which I think is good. Yeah. No, I had had a thought. Don't remember what the thought was. But People can learn anything they want. True. That's the thing. Okay. Side tangent for a moment. I really dislike when people say, I can't do that. Yeah. Where it's like, that's so above my head. I can't learn it. Honestly, y'all, pathophysiology, not the easiest class. Doesn't sound easy. It's manageable, though. Yeah. It's like, you just learn the things, watch a couple videos on it, remember what you can, then just like memory dump all over the test. Mm. But I find it ridiculous when people say, oh, I can't do that. That's way above my head. It's like, no, you just need practice. Mm -hmm. Time and time again, when people are learning instruments or learning how to sing, like Ed Sheeran, I saw a video of him sharing a part when he first started singing out. It was awful. Mm -hmm. He said, I wasn't born with this, but I had to work on it Mm -hmm. consistently. And then, you know, he's a famous pop star now. True. But when people say, I can't, it's like, you can, you just are a bum and don't want to. Yeah, that's like growth yeah. mindset versus fixed mindset, right? Mm-hmm. So like when people are like willing and able to grow and learn and understand things, you're able to learn more. Yeah. But when you're like, oh, I can't, or I, I don't want to do that, or, I, or I'm, I'm not physically built that way. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, yeah, you're basically able to do whatever you want. It's, it's yeah. what's in your head that's stopping you from doing that. That's true. And finding a model that works best mm-hmm. for you to learn from because I'm a very visual learner. Yeah. And if I just sit and read a textbook, I'm not going to get a lot out of it. Mm-hmm. But these videos are helping me learn the material that I need. And Yeah, that puts that information right in front of you. Yeah. And it's a lot easier to understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, for me, I'm learning Russian right now. Russian, I don't know. I feel like languages are a little easier for me just because like rote memorization comes a lot faster to yeah. me. And, so, but, and that works. A lot of people, just memorizing stuff doesn't work. But, like, the more I practice it, the more I use it and utilize these words that I'm supposed to be learning, like, the more it clicks in my head, you know? Right. And So do you pick up on patterns super easy, too? I would think, you think so. so. At least grammatical things. Okay. Because I do, too. Yeah. And that's why memorizing stuff comes easy, because I'm like, oh, X plus B equals this. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And that's, I mean, that's just language. Yeah. You know, you got, well, Iran, or at least in Russian, like... You want to say something, you just, okay, well, oh, I thought you were talking about the country for a second. Okay. Continue. No, no, like, like the verb, the <laughs> verb, read, to, yeah. run. to run. But like in Russian, in order to say something, I don't know, all I do is I think, okay, I don't want to say that in English. And I say, okay, what do I know in Russian? Mm-hmm. This is the process that goes through my mind. And then it's like, okay, what, and what do I know? And then like, how do I apply that kind of thing? Mm-hmm. 
And then as I'm like formulating it, it's like, okay, this is past tense. Okay, this is going to be an accusative case because it's a direct object of the sentence. So it needs to have this ending, mm-hmm. and this such and such. And I don't know. It just... It makes sense. The more I, the more you do it, obviously, the easier it comes. But Do you feel like it's easier understanding things grammatically correct, learning a language, or like being a native speaker? Because right now I'm studying for this test to get into the nursing program okay. and all that stuff. And I'm going to be honest, I suck at grammar yeah. and putting sentences together and writing it down in punctuation. And Is there a written portion of this exam? No, but it'll give you a sentence to be like, what's wrong with it? Oh. And so there's conjunctions, comma so splices, like all that stuff. Trying to recognize errors or recognize patterns within yeah. grammar. Okay. And trying to set it up in an appropriate way so gotcha. that it makes sense grammatically. I'm going to be real. Like, I've never used that in yeah. my entire English career. Yeah, there's like, I don't know. For me, it feels like there's the spoken language, which differs a lot from like the written language. You're right. Because like written, there's a lot more rules to it. There's a lot more, uh, it's how we communicate, but Mm -hmm. I feel like there's a lot more stringent rules when it comes to writing things is when it, you know, differing versus when it comes to just speaking. Mm -hmm. Because as we speak, we don't put commas in, we just pause. And I feel like we've been, we've been talking a lot longer than we've been writing as a people. Yeah. So, I don't know. Written versus spoken, I feel like there is some difference there. But in order to learn a language, it's good to do both. Mm-hmm. That's like the Arabic language. Mm-hmm. There's all these different dialects in the Middle East, but they have one writing system mm-hmm. that they go off of, and it's based off of the Quran. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I, know. I also learn a lot from other people's mistakes. Mm-hmm. I remember on the layout that you did, you was like, pain is the best teacher. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, other people's pain is a better teacher. True. Yeah. True, true. I don't know, growing up, as I was graduating high school and, you know, going through the process of getting ready for college and all that junk, mm-hmm. um, all my siblings, well, I'd say the majority of my siblings, no, all of them, had been or were going to college. Yeah, yeah. And we're all married and going through that. And for me in that... percent success rate in your family. Yeah, Good for you that. guys. So far. Um, <laughs> no, we're doing great. But uh, I don't know, looking at what they were doing, you know, the choices they were making, my siblings and their significant others. Mm-hmm. Looking at all of that, it was like, wow, look at all this free life experience. <laughs> and it was just like, okay, don't do that. Or okay, sh- sh- don't yeah. do that. And it was just like logging these things mentally, like, when I get to this point in life, I already know that if you do this, bad things happen. Yep. And not necessarily being like, well, I'm going to do this instead. It's going to be like, yeah, just avoid that. You'll be fine. <laughs> I know. It's like you read a book and then you come across that situation in real life. and You're like, I've seen this movie before. <laughs> I don't have to watch it again. Yeah. I don't want to experience that personally. Mm-hmm. But it's funny. My brother is kind of that personality where it's like he has to experience it for himself. The rules don't apply to him. Mm-hmm. And then I've seen him you know, go through his life. And I'm like, wow, that caused a lot of issues. Yeah. I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, a lot, a lot of things I like to do for myself, accomplish myself. Cause there's a lot of, you know, it's really rewarding to, you know, get through a big issue or a over, not overcome, but like solve a problem. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't like causing my own but problems unnecessarily, that I have to solve. <laughs> yeah, unnecessarily bashing your head against the wall. Uh-uh. It's like, I, I, I mean, that's looking at that life experience this person's having. Mm-hmm. That's a choice I'm not going to make. But when I get there, I know not to do that. But there is some other option that's going to be the best option. That was obviously not the yeah. best option. Yeah, yeah. 
on the good, better, best scale, that was the worst. <laughs> but yeah, what do you think though? Is is Payne the best teacher, or is it just a good teacher? I think it teaches you the lessons you'll never forget. I don't know if it's the best one. (laughs) (laughs) And that that makes you think, doesn't it? Because it's like, say, say, for example, you're riding a horse and you fall off. Do you want to get back on the horse? No, the horse is dangerous at that point, but you need to get on the horse again. Exactly. If that's what you're needing to be doing, I don't know. Is that a good teacher then? Yeah. Is it? I think so. Because then it'll show you where you went wrong, Mm -hmm. and then you can fix your mistakes. True. Or... If you don't know how to fix your mistakes, you should really just take a step back and maybe not do that for the foreseeable future until you find solutions to that problem. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. It teaches you grit. It's like a little bit. Yeah. Pain. But like, say you have an experience that's really painful and you're like, you know what? Um, I'm just not going to do that anymore. (laughs) I, I tried it once. It sucked. Not, not going there again. And then you shut that door to that opportunity. As a result of the pain, right? Yeah, that's so. like me and dating. <laughs> <laughs> I've been through a couple recent breakups this year. One of them was pretty bad. And afterwards, I was like, you know what? I'm okay with being alone. Let's never go after that again. <laughs> and I it think wasn't, we can all relate. Yeah. Sorry, say, side tangent again. She was great, and she was everything that I was looking for. Checking a lot of boxes. Yeah, checking like all but maybe one or two. And I had a lot of boxes on the page. Oof. Yeah, that's, that's a story for another time. <laughs> story for another time. We'll save that one for Valentine's Day. Mm, perfect. For all you single awareness people out there, we'll do that. I, <laughs> I don't. I don't understand the need He's for like. On him. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. I was yeah. there. Yeah. But I don't. I don't know. This is another weird side tangent. I don't understand the need to have like. You have your event, and then you have your, like your anti-event. That's true. It's like that's grow true. up. <laughs> Valentine's Day, and then everyone's like, no, it's Singles Awareness Day. It's like, shut up. I know, it's like, <laughs> choose single, any other bro. day of the year. <laughs> this has been going on for <coughs> centuries. It has been going on for centuries. And single been single for centuries, and they've been fine. Exactly. They didn't need to make a holiday out of it. No, quit being anti-everything you don't agree with. Just grow up and move on, understand that that doesn't quite apply to you, and you don't need to make it apply to you. That's clapping at a lot of groups today. Yeah, no, <laughs> shut up, move on. I know. I don't know. Well, a lot of immaturity nowadays. I'm sick of it. Oh, my gosh. Go. Story for another time. We'll get to that in a future episode. <laughs> anyway, you were Anyway, saying. yeah. Um, I'm talking about her. Mm-hmm. And afterwards when I broke up with her, it was like a Hallmark-worthy breakup. Like, we cried. <laughs> we talked about the things we were grateful for. <laughs> and afterwards, I gave her a hug. Oof. And I walked her to her apartment, and I felt... So relieved. I thought you were going to say nothing. I was like, oh, gosh. No, it, this it, went from Hallmark to something worse. And I felt good afterwards. And I was like, wow, I'm such a protagonist in this film. <laughs> Big main character yeah. energy here. But what was the worst part was the loneliness afterwards. I didn't want to be with her. And then the soft piano music started playing in the background. <laughs> and just me looking out on a stormy day, water running down the window. <laughs> and, you know, I didn't miss her, but... I missed what could have been mm-hmm. because this was the girl that I first saw my future with. And I was like, I could seriously marry her. We could have kids. We could do all this stuff. And then that got ripped away from me mm-hmm. at a moment. And I was lonely, which it's a deep seated loneliness. It's not like, oh man, I'm alone. It's like, I will forever be alone. It's like, and, and we're back. And, we're back. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I need to go find some friends. I need to go connect with people. Mm-hmm. And then, 
it's gotten better. And I've learned a lot from that relationship that I'm going to carry over into future relationships. And if I didn't continue to date, I would have still been back there. True. Yeah. It was still be lonely and feeling pretty sucky. When I put dating off, I was like, all right, we're just going to shove that part of my life on ice where we're not going to touch until after the semester. Like all these girls started popping up and I was like, bro, it's like week 13 of the semester. Finals are next week. I can't deal with you right now. So I just put them on ice. <laughs> Isn't that when it rains, it pours. <laughs> when it rains, it pours. And I was like, I didn't bring my umbrella. Dang it. And then as the, as the end credits are rolling, all that happy-go-lucky music's going, and you're like, wait. It's like trying to roll the credits yeah. back. Like, there's like, more to the story. <laughs> and so, yeah, it taught me grit. It taught me that I just need to be a little bit more careful mm-hmm. in dating. And that I shouldn't just jump into a relationship. That was rough. So pain was a good pain teacher. was a great teacher, mm. but I'm gonna avoid pain at all costs. Love him. True. Don't want to see him again. True. So you're gingerly kind of moving through this. Would you say? Yeah. As a result. Yeah. Of the initial smackdown. I I am a bit more cautious. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Would you say it's like a maturing process? Isn't everything a maturing process? I know, but like specifically in this kind of thing, like you kind of dove in feet first, you, you got your, you know, your spring rabbit, you're just ready to go, you're happy, yeah, carefree, and then it's like, better stop that. <laughs> and then your brain's like, ah, and your heart's like, don't do it again, man, this hurts. <laughs> Yeah, that's what it is. You but you're like, spoke it very well. Wait, wait, we got to work through this, folks. Yeah. And you're talking to your brain, your heart, you're like, I know it sucks. I know it's hard. But we're going to get that soft piano music again. We are. In our main character. And <laughs> I'm not the person who just falls in love easily. Mm. I don't, I have the, like the TSA of dating. If you can't get past the checkpoints, you're not getting on the plane. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, you're not doing that. <laughs> That's 3.6 ounces of water, not 3.5. I have to take you off the plane. Yep, that's... You can cause a bomb in that. I'm not doing it. gosh. (laughs) I know, I know. It's a weird analogy, but it works for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm going to apply this in a bigger context, too, because, you know, at work, it was the same situation. I was like, I'm an awful person at work. I should just be fired. Yeah, like the first three months of working at where I'm working now, I'm like, I should quit. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, <laughs> there was other reasons, too. Um, but when you're confronted with so much pain like that, you have two options to like sit and wallow mm-hmm. or to rise to the occasion. Okay. And I decided that it was only going to prolong the pain if I decided to wallow unless I decide to rise to the occasion and be like, you know what? That did hurt. That doesn't mean that there's not eight other girls out there like her. True. Because people are unique, yes, but not that unique. You can find your people. It just depends on how many people are out there. (laughs) I have, I don't know if we're real big on memes in this this little speaking term show. You know, we are. Did you get my asserting comments like a whale meme? (laughs) You know, it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm just going to play this little audio and let you kind of cre- create in your head the uh, what, what's going on here for you. All right. You ready? Yeah. New one for me. Check out all of these fish over here. They're not resting or taking a nap. They're actually dead. <laughs> There's plenty of fish in the sea. Why, Sam? <laughs> They're not resting or asleep. They're, They're dead. dead. 
Oof. <laughs> But yeah, no, there's... <laughs> you're right, you're right. You, yeah. you shouldn't limit your possibilities here. For for the one girl that you had to pass up on because she wasn't, you know, necessarily right for the time, yeah. there are several other girls out there that are just as good or better as this girl. No. And you had to go through that process to learn and understand yourself. At the beginning of the hopeful process, I was like, mm-hmm. but where are the women? <laughs> where are they now? <laughs> <laughs> Which is okay. I found a really good one. It didn't work out, but she was wonderful too. Good. Yeah. Good. Also another story for yeah. another time. Interesting. Yeah. All right. So moving moving forward in our little podcast. Yes, if yes. you've forgotten the theme, we're talking about education. I know we go on quite a few tangents yeah, here, but we talk I feel about like life educational. Exactly, a lot. exactly. I feel like we are learning a lot today together. Um, but I'm just curious, like, what's a big lesson you've had to learn in life that wasn't taught in school? I I mean, I know we just talked about a big one, but like something that stands out to you that wasn't necessarily taught by a teacher. All right. This is a lesson I've learned in the past couple weeks, dealing with group dynamics and other stuff that just because someone else has value, that doesn't mean it diminishes your value. Like everyone has value. So... When someone else joins the group, it doesn't make you any less worth of what you are. Wow, what is that? Anyway, <laughs> um, it just adds to the value of the group. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's something that I've had to work through because people have been shuffling around in my life mm-hmm. and I've been meeting new people. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid that I might accidentally offended one of them. Oh. But um, turns out it was just... He has kind of a quirky personality and he's really quiet and I'm just buoyant and kind of random sometimes. (laughs) So I was like, ooh, definitely offended him. Um, But that's what I've been learning recently. Yeah. What about you, Sam? Interesting. If we're going with recent. No, no, no. Anything. anything. I'll do both. I don't care. I don't know. Um, But recent. So I've been in this Russian class. I'm taking Russian. It's international studies major. Um, And. I got to this class kind of like, wow, the last Russian class I took was six months ago. I'm, like, I'm going to suck. And I wasn't terrible. I rem- I've been remembering a lot of things. But uh, there's this other kid in my class. And the man, I don't understand. He's like, yeah, I speak some Chinese and Arabic and, and Spanish. I'm fluent in. I used to speak French. I'm like, bro, shut up. Is he trying to be a polyglot? <laughs> what is this man? <laughs> he is. He, he just, it just comes to him. But I was like, oh, cool, cool. Like, you're learning Russian. You're obviously pretty good at it like when was the last time you studied oh like two years ago (laughs) freak bro (laughs) i just really like doing it i was like i thought i was pretty good at this but looking at him i feel terrible and i had to realize that i don't know just because someone's good at something like you said doesn't Mm -hmm. diminish your own value like what's important is that i'm learning and i'm improving myself and that I have great opportunity to learn from this person that is obviously extremely good at learning Mm -hmm. languages so I'm just like, I had to take a step back from it and be like, okay, okay, pride. You just need to quiet down a little bit. Yeah. Let's, let's use this as a learning experience and improve ourselves instead of focusing on like, well, I thought I was good at language. I like, know. What, what the heck? This kid thinks he's good. It's like, obviously he's good. Like, relax. I know. And another th- lesson that I've learned is hard work will pay off more than talent. Mm-hmm. Like it's good if you have both, perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you're talented, I feel like it almost gives you a pass not to work as hard, mm-hmm. and so therefore you don't reach your full potential. Mm-hmm. 
But if someone consistently struggles at it, but decides that this is what they want, they'll work at it however long it takes. True. Yeah. yeah. All right. So my next question, I'm just curious, what's, what's a life lesson? Excuse me. What's a life lesson you've had to learn that wasn't painful? What's something that stuck with you that painful to me or painful to other people? Like not painful at all. It's just something you learned. Not taught in school. Just something you learned, like happy little accident. Mm. You know, I don't know if I've had too many of those, if I'm being honest. Interesting. Yeah. You, you say what you're thinking and then that might resonate with me and I'll be able to share a memory, but nothing's coming to my mind right now. I feel like, I don't know, fishing is a learned skill. It's not something you just pick up. And it might be easy just like throw your lure in the water and you catch fish. But but I feel like over time it's something that's been really enjoyable for me to like learn and, and learn more of. And I think that's what's made it enjoyable is because I've had to learn a little bit about how to do it better and like what mm-hmm. to do. And and it's never been a painful experience. It's always been like, like relaxing, fun, time spent with family. Yeah, yeah. It's never been like a lesson I've had to learn. It's just been, you know, like this is this is a fun, relaxing outlet for me, kind of thing. Yeah, me too. Um, one thing that I do on a consistent basis is I talk with my mom a lot. It's mm-hmm. been less recent now that I'm working. I have a side gig. I do a podcast, and I'm going to school. <laughs> um. I spent less time with her than I normally would throughout the week. Mm -hmm. And currently I live at home. I live with my mom and sister, but I don't see them because they get up in the morning and I get up a little bit later and then I come home late and they're already in bed. Yeah. So I don't talk with them. But every time I talk with my mom, I just see how she lifts people up Yeah. and how she stands up for herself and the things that she does to interact with other people. And I think, man, that's what I want to do. And I've learned a lot of lessons from her example of loving other people um, that I've taken and applied in my own life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good. Very good. Yeah. Neat. So pain doesn't have to be the teacher. Pain doesn't have to be the teacher. But it is a good one. It is a good one. True, true. Um, So I don't know how this this works into what I'm about to ask, but... um, is school, I don't know, school is obviously not the only form, place a formal education can take place. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. How, do, how, is it, how is it that you learn that's effective to you? And why is, why is that important? I learned a lot of stuff off of YouTube. <laughs> I, my personality changes depending on what I'm into at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, not my personality, but the things I talk about change drastically. Um, (laughs) when I was in high school, I did FFA and I was all about like plant science and learning about agriculture. And so that's what I would talk about a lot. Mm -hmm. And then when I transferred to university, um, it's been a lot about the body and stuff that's been pertaining to physiology or diseases or stuff like that. And then when I got a hold of like Jordan Peterson, the red pill kind of demographic, that's a lot of the stuff that I talk about now. Um, I YouTube is a great place. It's a scary place and it can be a weird place sometimes depending on what corner you go to. <laughs> <laughs> so just be careful. You can find some weird stuff on there. But 
Yeah, you can learn some fantastic things just from watching people do cool things on YouTube, like working on cars or watching science videos like I do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, you don't have to have a formal education to learn stuff. If you have drive, mm -hmm. you'll learn whatever you want. True. Yeah. I figure that's part of that like growth mindset. Like if you're willing and able, mm -hmm. the resources are out there for you to do basically anything. They are. And right now I'm working on reading a finance book because okay. I'm like, I'm tired of being poor. Yeah. Like being a broke college student at 24 Sucks. is not the funnest thing. No. And so I'm reading this personal finance book and it'll teach you how to invest, what car credit cards to choose from, how to build your credit mm -hmm. and how to get yourself out of debt mm -hmm. when you're in there. And I was like, I could use this. Mm. So you don't have to be a finance person to start investing. True. Yeah. I know. What about you? What? Uh, how do I learn? I don't yeah. Know. How do you learn? Um, a lot of it's just memorization. I feel like, like you said, the resources are there for us to learn anything, but it's, it's how we process it that where it becomes important. I feel like, um, and I feel like, especially, I don't know, for me, it's a lot of things need to be applicable for them to stick. So like if mm -hmm. I'm working on, a, like say my car, like I don't feel it extremely necessary to worry about miles per gallon. If it, if it has an oil leak, I'm more focused on fixing yeah. that issue. Yeah. But like when I do work on it, that knowledge kind of sticks like, Oh, if this issue presents itself in the future, I understand how to mm -hmm. how to diagnose it and how to work on it in the future. And and the same goes for I guess learning Russian. Like, I feel like it's an applicable tool that I'm going that I I hope to use in the future. I mean, it's it's extremely fun to have a conversation in a separate language that no one really else really understands, but you and the person you're having the conversation with, and I feel like that's a reward in of, in and of itself. Mm -hmm. And that's where it becomes applicable to me anyway. <laughs> But learning, I don't know, for example, like the politics behind Marxism, for example, nothing against that. We should do an episode on that. <laughs> I'd love to just have you dump all this information on me. But like, I feel like, oh yeah, it's applicable as far as like understanding political science and international mm -hmm. politics, but I feel like it's not applicable to me. You know what I'm saying? And maybe that's it fair. is. Maybe I'm oh. small-minded on that, but I feel like it's not something that's going to stick as I learn it. And I find, like, if you don't apply what you're learning, you're going to lose it. Yeah. That's why... 100%. Yeah. That's why I love learning from situations that just randomly come up at work, mm -hmm. in school, because I have to actively go find that solution. Exactly. And it'll stick with me a lot better. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that goes back to, like, I don't know, an inf informal learning if you will is a product of like our survival instinct like we need to do this and use this like the hard skills that we have right now in order mm -hmm. to face this problem in order to um, fix this problem and we don't have the time to necessarily sit down and crack open a book and mm -hmm. decide you know the approach it's like it's it's prominent it's present it needs to be fixed now and that's that's where we learn a lot of applicable hard skills is like mm -hmm. when it's there and it needs needs accomplished then I agree with that. I do. Whereas a formal education kind of sit down and you open the book and you learn the theory and then, and then you learn, you know, other theories and, and then you, you try to apply it and you write an essay and it's just, yeah, you learn, but I feel like, I don't know, at least for me and my, you know, mostly uneducated opinion on this subject, hard skills are better. I agree. Mm -hmm. I think hard skills are better to learn in a classroom setting 
and mm-hmm. soft skills need to be learned outside true, the classroom. True. I don't know. But people don't learn them outside the classroom setting. That's why they're taught inside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. This has been a good conversation. It has been. It has been. Oh, shout out to our listener in Italy. <laughs> we appreciate you so much. Keep listening, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this has been Speaking Terms with Sam. And James. <laughs> Stop recording. <laughs> <laughs>